What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rocket Live. I am your host, Chris Vaglio, and I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time today to listen to an episode of the Rocket Live podcast. As always, today's interview was audio taken from a video that I did with my guest. So three quick things I just want to let everybody know of at the top of the show. Number one, you can always watch all of the video versions of these interviews over on the Rocket Growth Agency YouTube channel, and you can access the link directly to this interview by using the link in the show notes. And also while you're there too, please feel free to hit that subscribe button so that way you get notified every single time a new video is uploaded to the channel. And also please hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to this podcast. Number two, if you enjoy the show and want to help and support the podcast, two ways you could do that is using the link in the show notes and heading over to a buy me a coffee. And over there, uh, you can feel free to buy me a coffee and, and set whatever amount that you would like or that you feel most comfortable with. And another way that you can support the show is you can head over to my merch store, uh, which you can access through the links here in the show notes. And feel free to buy a piece of merchandise. We have all kinds of cool branded rocket growth agency and rocket live merch over there and uh, every time you buy a piece of merch you're not only supporting the show but we also do donate a portion of the proceeds to local charities here in new jersey and number three if you're a creative business professional right now that's listening to this and you need help creating a rock star business and brand that will help you get noticed feel confident and bring in more clients then i definitely want to talk with you please feel free to use the link in the show notes and schedule a free 30 minute consultation with me as I'd be happy to help to get your business rocking. Now with that, let's start the show. I've got my awesome friend, Jackie Rogers here with me today, and we are gonna tear it up with an awesome interview talking about social media strategy. Support the show, go over to buy me a coffee backslash Chris Vaglio. Links are in the show notes. Jackie Rogers, the one and only. I am so happy to have you on the show, finally, my friend. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, and, thank uh, you. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so uh, some quick context for everybody, as, as I feel like I do almost at every single show, <laughs> Jackie and I met on the uh, the Clubhouse app earlier this year and uh, became super fast friends, totally started collaborating on rooms together. We, we started our own little club called the Sweet Rock Social Cafe over there. So if you're on Clubhouse or want to get on, which now Clubhouse is live, like anybody can get on Clubhouse now. You can now. download it. There's no more wait line. There's no more invites. You can just get on. So um, I am here to talk specifically, ask Jackie all about her background, social media strategy, how it can help your business grow, all those things, all those amazing, wonderful things. So Jackie, uh, how are you today? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you for that incredible intro. I feel like I don't know. Feel a little special. And also, special. well, you are special. <laughs> <laughs> You're super special. Uh, so, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about what you got going on because you got a few things happening. I mean, you and I met. You are um, you you were already doing social media strategy. You were actually the first time we met. I was on a podcast that you were you were co-hosting, mm -hmm. and um, you know, and since then we we've collaborated on a lot of rooms together inside a clubhouse. A lot talking about social media 
uh, specifically working with small businesses, talking about branding, talking about personal branding. So let's just set, how did you start getting into this? I mean, is it something that you went to school for? Did you just fall into it? How did you become so awesome? Let's, let's just start there. Well, I mean, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually started doing social media marketing. Like I fell into it hard probably three years ago. But mm. before that, I was working... Um, I was, I used to be in health communications. I don't know if you ever knew that about me. So I have a master I of science. Not. Yeah. I have a master of science in health communications. My plan was to do healthcare marketing. Um, and I was doing that for a while. I worked for a major company out in Colorado for about seven years. And I started in their health education department, which turned into health promotion, which turned into health marketing. So like I've touched, I had touched things that went across the Colorado region for different hospitals and clinics. Um, just helping people along their health journey to make like the next right step. Mm -hmm. And towards the end of my career there, like it was just, I don't know if you can swear on your podcast, but I'm going to, it was you a shit swear. show. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, it is it, called the rocket live podcast. You could, you could do whatever you want on here. Thank you. It was a shit show. Um, it, there were, there was just like a lot of internal like turmoil going on and all this and it, it didn't feel like we were serving our patients the best way possible, especially with like the communications yeah. we were putting out. Like nobody reads a fucking flyer anymore. Nobody needs a flyer. Nobody needs another flyer or another flyer or another flyer for the, for every season. So when my husband got a job offer out in Georgia, when we had this like opportunity to move and I was like, all right, when we move, I'm going to do something that I've always wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And like, I had always, you know, like starting in college, even like while I was working at this corporate job, I always did freelance work. So I was doing blogging, I was doing email campaigns and things like that for just like little clinics I would reach out to and seem like, hey, do you need, you know, need someone to do your Facebook ads? That's me. I can do that. Um, and I took it to like a full-time freelance gig for myself when we moved. And I was fortunate. I worked with really cool clients. Like I worked with chiropractors. I worked with gyms. I worked with art shops, you know, just like a lot yeah. of local places um, all over the place. So it was cool. Um, I really enjoyed doing that because I was able to like create communications the way that I saw it needed to happen, you know, between like the business owner and their ideal audience. Like it's not just always the hard sell. Um, it's about like sharing your mission and values and like, like showing them why you do what you do. And that helps bridge this alignment between you and your ideal customers. So to the point where they're like brand loyalists. Yeah. So it was really cool. I also worked for like some national nonprofits at some point. I worked for an international tech startup, like, like my freelancing gig took me everywhere. So that was great. Yeah. It's really cool. How, uh, how those things come together, especially when you, when you're, you know, you don't really have any ties to anything. So you know, mm -hmm. you get to really, uh, you know, broaden your, your your portfolio. You get to work with different kinds of clients. You really get to learn so much, I think, that way. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, and that's that's where a lot of the – that's where experience comes in. You know, working on different projects, working with different types of clients, learning, you know, trying new things, you know, fake it until you make it. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a lot of that that goes on. But but it's true. It's it's how, it's how you learn to be better and then, and then gain more confidence and knowledge in the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. I like I would advocate for anybody like it, it doesn't matter if you're still in a corporate job or you love your job or whatever and you want to grow. 
sometimes you'll you'll hit that glass ceiling and you can't grow anywhere else. But just be fearless and go try the things that you think that you know you would excel at or things that you're just interested in, things that light you up. You need to continue to do that for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, 100%. Uh, I'd like to just switch gears a little bit now, and I want to talk about um, you know, the things that you're really strong in, which is, which is social media, social media strategy. And I know that, you know, here we are again, it's another podcast, another interview talking about social media, but you know, there's a lot going on and, you know, with, you know, what we've been going through as far as a, you know, a, 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 a globe, a global uh, culture, you know, with, with the pandemic, I mean, social, just about every single platform has exploded with mm-hmm. activity, action, advertising, um, content, like crazy, you yeah. know, um, I mean, TikTok, I think was the pandemic app of choice for uh, the longest time. I mean, with the amount of new creators that jumped on there, including me, um, but I mean, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook, but now we've got even what we were just talking about at the top with clubhouse and the, now the explosion of social audio and believe me, everybody, it is coming very soon they're going to be they're already starting um spotify's got green room there's going to be you know twitter spaces is happening facebook audios come i mean there's there's a lot of social audio apps coming very very soon um it's going to be an explosion so there's a lot happening and now when we turn it into business when we talk about business you know not just like hey i want to be on but like the business owner you know um whether they're a small business, which is the things that you and I talk about a lot in on Clubhouse, but also like, you know, just let's talk about the marketing directors and the things that they're having to deal with and navigating this stuff. Because I mean, it is like, I mean, we've always said it before, like things are changing fast, but they're changing at like warp level speed as far as like, you know, now everybody's got short content because of TikTok, you know, Instagram Reels has exploded, YouTube has shorts. Um, you know, you can bounce stuff onto Facebook. It's like the, the whole short explosions happen. And now TikTok is like funny how a lot of them have all switched. Like now TikTok is allowing up to three minute videos on their platform while YouTube's now finally allowing like these shorter videos and, and I, you know, reels to me is like, I, I, I'm not, I'm going to say, I'm not a fan of Instagram reels. I, I, I much prefer TikTok over, over Instagram reels, but um, just to break it all down for anybody who's watching, listening to this like now or will be, man, how do you how do you get started if someone's like really I mean, you look at it and it's so easy to throw your hands up in the air and say, screw it. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing any of it. But that's not you should not do that. What kind of um, you know, what could you say to people who are just like, hey, I'm really confused. I'm looking to get started. I was doing one thing. I'm not getting traction. Like, God, what do I do, Jackie? Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, I, and I totally sympathize, like it's really hard to keep up with all the trends and all the tech that's coming out and the different ways that people want to connect. But I think that's a really important piece to pay attention to is just how people want to connect and how you want to connect with your people. You know, if you go back to the early days of social media, that's why it was created because people wanted community, you know, Um, they wanted to just like be with each other and share similar ideas. And it's kind of grown into this behemoth that is now like a really, you know, great marketing tool if you use it correctly. Right. Um, but 
I would say like for anybody who's like struggling with it, like just go back to the reasons why you want to connect with your audience, you know, why you want to connect with your followers and why you want to reach new audiences. Like what can you, what do you want to say to them? What can they benefit from your kind of content in any, in any form? Um, And when you understand like what kind of stories you want to share and the feedback you want to get from your followers, then you can experiment with different platforms. You can experiment with different content types. If you don't, you know, if you don't like Instagram reels, don't do Instagram reels. I feel like, you know, especially with like small businesses or people who are trying to just grow organically, um, it, 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 it feels like a rat race to always try to keep right. up with the new things, but really you just got to find the content pieces that, that work for you. There are many successful content creators out there who have just stuck to one thing, but they're successful because they stuck to one thing, right. you know? So don't feel like you have to open up a Pinterest and a YouTube and a Spotify and like, like all these different things to reach your people, the right people will find you where, wherever you're at, you know? Yeah, no, I think that's really good advice because, I mean, that is the thing. I mean, you feel, you know, the pressure. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll speak to myself about myself personally. I mean, I, I you know, I'm a, I'm a solopreneur business owner right right now. Um, it's just me. I don't have a team of people, you know, contrary to popular belief. I do not have a team of people working behind me, producing all the content and putting it out. It's it's all me. But, you know, I, I you know, I feel the pressure to, to keep constantly and I've got look I've got actually so much content I can't even get it out now um but I feel like for me being visible in, in different platforms and I've chosen I've said you know Instagram is something I see a lot of traction on I see a lot of engagement LinkedIn is a big one which is you know where the show is streaming right now I see a lot of um, great traction on LinkedIn and you know and yeah I am I'm screwing around with TikTok because I am I'm getting a lot of cool engagement on TikTok and and for everybody that thinks like, oh my God, my audience isn't on TikTok. It's like, well, don't look at it anymore as like, hey, it's just the thing where kids do dances. And I mean, TikTok is a really great way to reach people, um, especially your audience. And I think it always goes down to like, where does your audience hang out? You know, mm-hmm. who is the dream client? Who do you want to be working with? And, you know, and put that in per- into perspective as to what you're doing. Um, and for me, I tend to see a lot of my my clients that the people I go after hanging on Instagram, LinkedIn, and yes, TikTok, um, as well as you know just out and about and networking. But we're not, you know, I'm not talking about like the real world. I'm talking about like the digital space at this moment. I mean, that's for me where I see a lot of people hanging out. I, I've I do have a Facebook uh, group, you know, a, a private group, and I've got you know my my Rocket Growth Agency public page there, and of course my my personal page, but I don't really tend to see the people I'm, yeah, they're on there, but it's not the, I get, I just, I see way more engagement on the other three platforms than I do on, um, on Facebook right now. But the thing is that changes, you know, and, and it's yeah. like trying to keep up with that. But I think it's really good advice as to what you're saying is like, you know, if um, let's just say for instance, like, yeah, you're a, a restaurant in a restaurant owner and maybe you have like several restaurants or it's one restaurant in town you know, Instagram and TikTok may be good spots for you, potentially, mm-hmm. um, especially Instagram too. I mean, and I've seen you, you know, you work a lot on Instagram you, you and I've yeah. seen you do a lot of things for different um, types of clients. And Instagram seems to be a good jumping off point for a lot of companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, again, it's just back to the content you want to share. Like go back, going back to that restaurant example, 
you could just create an entire feed that shows off all of your awesome recipes and people enjoying them. Um, and then you can even link out to like, like DIY recipes that you can do. And that can be like a Pinterest thing if you want to. Um, but in knowing like Instagram and Pinterest are really good SEO drivers, or I'm sorry, um, they use SEO for traffic drivers. Yeah. That could also like be another way to like get people to your website. You know, um, right. you want to try and create like repurpose your content as much as possible and tell your story in the same way. Like you said, like you're a solopreneur. If you were trying to blow up a restaurant, you would go places where people are looking for restaurants. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I like that you said repurposing content because I do do that a lot. And, mm -hmm. and I think it's worth noting um, that, you know, just because you released something three weeks ago, doesn't mean you can't re-release it again That's on right. a different platform or just reuse it again on the same platform. I mean, I think I've reused the same bunch of pictures a bunch of times, but you know what? It doesn't really matter. You know, I've used them in different contexts, you know, as far as like, if I put a graphic or a quote over it or integrate it as part of, you know, something else, but like I've reused a video clips, all that kind of stuff. I, I've done it multiple times over and over again. And like, honestly, at the end of the day, like people don't care to like, you know, I, I always say if someone calls you out on it, then you need to celebrate that person. Send them a gift card, buy them a coffee because they are now your number one fan yeah. <laughs> because it means they're really paying attention to what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I mean, like repurposing it, it, I feel like more people need to take advantage of it, you know, like get yourself a good transcribing app or use a free one like Otter, pull clips from your episodes. Like and those can all be different social posts or blog posts or emails or, you know, whatever you like, whatever you say, you don't have to feel like you have to always create new content to stay fresh and hip or whatever, like your knowledge, your core knowledge, your core pillars, that's good enough to build trust with your audience. You know, they want to know what to expect from you. So that's something to really evaluate is like what you want to share and what is valuable to your audience. Yeah. And you bring up another great point. I love that you sit at your core pillars because I mean, that's a huge question that I know you and I both deal with is what do I post about? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. what do I create? You know, I think it's people see a lot of Instagram accounts in their feeds and they see these awesome professional pictures of, you know, whatever entrepreneur, business owner, influencer, whatever. And, or like you said, restaurant, like beautiful restaurant pictures, things like that. But, you know, I think it really comes down to like, you just said, like your core pillars, like when people go, well, I don't know what to post about, who cares about posting pictures of my, my food or, you know, seeing me, you know, with my lifestyle corporate picture of, you know, in and around town or whatever, like, you know, that only goes so far. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to post about. Like what, you know, in the core pillars thing, I love that you said that. So why don't you just talk a little bit about that? I think that's key for anybody listening is to understand, like, what do I post about? I'm, I'm out of ideas. Yeah, totally. And there's like, so core pillars, content buckets, whatever. There's like a million different ways to do this, right? You yeah. can pick like topics you like to talk about all the time or whatever. What I like to do is a little bit more strategic and I'm totally happy to share that. I've I focus on like three content pillars, content that's going to drive awareness about you and your business, content that's going to engage and build community, and then content that's going to drive conversions. So like email signups or sales or whatever that is. And then you find a good balance of that kind of content. So that way you can see what works well for your bottom line. You right. know? Yeah. yeah. 
and I think that's that's all really great advice. Um, you know, and I hope it it answers the question. You know, it helps at least get you to think about it because I know people get stuck a lot. Is like they 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 have an explosion of posting for like two or three weeks, and then it and then it stops because yeah. it's like I ran out of time, I ran out of ideas, <laughs> it's not working, like all that. And I think that's another thing I, I like to always bring up is like don't worry so much about the likes and people leaving mm-hmm. comments because most people don't really do that. They, they, they see stuff and they just scroll by in their feed, but like that, you know, I know there's, there's metrics, like you want to measure certain things. If you're running campaigns, if you have specific calls to action, like where you, you're clicking on this to do this or whatever. But I mean, if you're just posting content, I mean, if you've got like five likes, is that a reason to throw in a towel? No. It never is, you know, and I think the biggest struggle, you know, even for me, I struggle for this on my page because I'm working on like 10 other ones all the time. Yeah. (laughs) But consistency is probably the biggest thing that you can do for yourself. You're going to have posts that do awesome. You're also going to have posts that tank. But from both of those perspectives, you you have learning opportunities. When you see one that does well, try to look like closer at, you know, the content that you wrote, the images you shared, the videos that you shared, the message that was shared, the time you post, like really analyze why posts do well and why posts don't do well. And you'll start to see patterns in what your audience expects from you. Um, And I guess I shouldn't say expects because I feel like that adds too much pressure. It's like, you know, what does your audience like to engage with you on? um, So just, you know, Continue to be consistent. Don't try to do too much. Um, I think that's another big thing is when people are like trying to do like all the hashtags and post it all the times and post on every single day. Like, you know, give yourself some grace, like space it out. Do like one post three to five days a week. See what does better. Learn your best days. Learn your best times. Just experiment with it a little bit. It's okay to do that. Yeah, it's it's really sound advice. And one of the things I did want to ask you, because we are talking about this and, and talking about measurements and things, um, and I know this is an average because I, I don't think, as you said before, like certain things don't work for everybody, but there are some things that that are going on right now, like currently, which I feel like that we're going to talk about this and it's going to be outdated in like a month from now. But yeah, for sure. <laughs> currently, I mean, there's, there's different things that you see working well on, on certain platforms. Like I know on LinkedIn, for instance, you know, polls and video, I mean, video's always been pretty good on LinkedIn, but I mean, polls seem to be super hot right now. Mm-hmm. Any kind of like um, slider type things seem to be really good. I mean, what if, what are you seeing if you were to take sort of like, if you looked at this, all the platforms or at least the most popular ones, like what are you seeing to be the things that sort of are helping to cut through the noise or at least what, what, you know, people should like really be experimenting with and giving a try. Yeah. That's a great question. Let me think about that for a second. Yeah. I think video is a really good one to experiment with in like the different kinds of forms. So mm-hmm. like if you're, if you favor Facebook, try to do some Facebook lives or Facebook events and like post your videos there Um, Because videos have always performed, outperformed still images from, Mm -hmm. you know, what I gather. It's 2021, people. I don't know what it was, you know, 10 years ago, but that's (laughs) right now. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, videos on 
Facebook. Um, and I mean, groups, their group content is favored over newsfeed content. So if you have a group, put more videos in your group and you'll be able to reach more people that way. Um, Instagram, I would say, you know, experiment with reels because right now that's what Instagram likes and they are moving to a video platform instead of a photo sharing platform. I know people are kind of freaking out about this, but I wouldn't worry about it too much just now. Just, you know, try to incorporate a video or two a week, every other week, just try to get, you know, in yeah. the habit of it. Um, TikTok, I'm still experimenting with it right now. I think it's just a fun thing to do. I'm not like looking for clients on it or whatever, but I'm yeah. learning that I need, I've learned that I've been doing my hair wrong my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> I do learn a lot of great stuff from TikTok. Right? I, I'm going to be honest. I mean, I learn a lot. So there's a lot of cool things on TikTok that people are mm -hmm. doing. Like I watched a great TikTok video the other day about, um, it was a, a a creator and how she was rigging her camera to do certain things like rigging it on a ceiling fan and and making like a zip line with it with a toilet paper tube and wow. i was like holy crap i totally want to do that like I, it, it works great i'm like holy like would have mm -hmm. never thought about doing any of those things and just using her phone and like what's around the house and, really and getting these awesome images that's awesome. I really need to start engaging with the stuff that you engage with on TikTok because the one I watched yesterday was about like the emotional support stuffy animals that we keep our entire lives. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That I work with, she was like, showed me a picture of her. She's like, I'm 25 and I still have mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of great accounts. I actually had uh, um, on the show a few, uh, about a month or two ago, I had uh, Leslie Ventez on and she's, I, I watch her account. I asked her if she wanted to come on the show. She said yes. And her her channel is a sales tip talk, and she is awesome. She's great. All she does is give great sales tips. A lot about LinkedIn. A lot about um, you know just sales, sales in general, and and also like fighting back on like a you know male toxic bro culture in sales. And um, but her account is great. So and uh, she came on and she talked a lot about TikTok and creation and how she's doing it and engagement that she's seeing and what her mission is and and uh and there's a ton of accounts like that you know as well as the entertaining ones because believe me i watch a lot of funny accounts too that are just really good that's awesome yeah i did learn how to make a diy um sugar wax on tiktok so thank nice. you TikTok. <laughs> thank you tiktok yeah <laughs> uh i have i've learned a lot on but that's but see this this is what we're talking about like we're talking about these accounts and things like this and this is a great way to stay top of mind and this is what we're talking about like if you're a restaurant um maybe the the content you're creating on tiktok is a little more like this like you know talking more about the fun stuff that could be done within like what are you doing like cooking mm -hmm. food prep I, you know whatever it is mixed drinks i what, whatever you know but like you know, things like that, like play better on those platforms than maybe on, on Instagram, which you can also reuse this content back and forth as much as everybody's like, oh, well, if you use that, you download from TikTok and has a logo, it means Instagram's going to shadow ban you and all this stuff. <laughs> it's like, just make the content. Don't worry about shadow bans and all these things. Just make the content and reuse it. Yeah, exactly. As anything in life, practice makes progress. You just got to keep pushing forward, keep trying new things, keep sharing your stories, ask, like, ask for feedback from people who do engage with you, see what they want. You know, people are pretty open to sharing what they expect. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that is, that's also really great sound advice on, on that because 
Yeah, ask your audience questions. Ask the people who follow your questions. Find out, you know, because maybe they want to see more recipes or they want to see more mm-hmm. fun stuff or they just want to see you talking about, you know, whatever it is that you're an expert or, or specialized in. Yeah. And uh, Melissa uh, Stetcher, just uh, uh, check it in. Just keep swimming. <laughs> and Melissa was a guest on the show a few uh, about a few about a month ago as well. So she came on. She talked about a lot of things that she's doing, and she uses she uses a lot of social media. And she's a solopreneur, and and uh, she's doing a great job putting content out there and being consistent. And by the way, she has she has a, an, another job too. So it's like you know you find a way. You find a way. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I want to talk about some of the things to avoid on social because as much as we're talking about it, and I know sometimes people hear, oh, hey, I'm Jackie. I'm a social media strategist. And some people are like, sure. <laughs> so what snake oil are you selling me now? Like, and, and, it's, and it's unfortunate it's gotten to that point. I'm not saying it's across the board, but I think for some people it becomes wary because, listen, with anything – across any profession, you know, whether it's, it's consulting, coaching, uh, I mean, seriously, any, any profession, there's people out there who are not great and they're looking to take advantage of others, um, and can kind of, you know, smell some vulnerability, uh, uh you know, a thousand miles away yeah. and they, they prey on that. And, but so what are some of the things though, to avoid to, to sort of, uh, you know, I'm just going to call out, you know, the bullshit meter of like somebody's, I mean, I know people are on Instagram, you're, you people are constantly sliding. I mean, for me, I'm constantly getting people sliding in my DMS and being like, Oh, Hey, Chris, do this, be my brand ambassador, uh, sign up and we'll instantly get you, you know, 15,000 followers over, you know, in, 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 in a week, like, yeah. I mean, this stuff is crazy. I mean, I think feel I feel like some of those things are out of the auto comments that immediately you post something goes reshare at at whatever. And, you know, we'll repost for you. I mean, like all this stuff. I mean, I think some of that stuff for me seems pretty like self-explanatory. But, you know, I I don't know. I mean, all I can say is we're going to be watching. Don't fall for any of that stuff. But I mean, for people that are trying to portray themselves as a potential partner, um, what are some things that you people could watch out or, or look for or ask to kind of avoid, you know, getting taken advantage of? Yeah, definitely. I would say it's, you know, it's a gut check, honestly, with a lot right. of that stuff. Um, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then stay away from it. Um, you'll probably get hit up by people who are like, you know, they may act like they're interested in your business. And it you can tell when it's just a boilerplate, like, you, you, I'm sure you've seen it like, oh my yeah. God, I totally resonated with your post on XYZ, um, but they don't really delve into what you said. And then right. they immediately try to sell you a $10,000 course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For only $10,000. <laughs> For only $10,000, we'll make you a millionaire. Yeah. yeah. No, I, and I don't want to knock anybody because like there are legitimate professionals out there who like are trying to network in your DMS and think that you would be valuable. And there is good ways to do that without, I mean, I do it. Yeah, I I do it. And I, and I try to be very personable and and not write a long paragraph. I don't write a giant note. It's just literally two, two, three sentences. And, and yeah, Yeah. if people opt in great, if not, that's cool too. You know, I, I'm not, but I'm not trying to be snake oil, you know, guy coach. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So um, if anybody ever offers you, 
followers never buy followers because that kills your engagement. And when your engagement's killed, then the algorithm's going to think that your content is shitty. So don't ever buy followers. Um, try to grow it organically. Um, you know, sometimes you can run paid ads to like bounce people to your social pages or to like some offers that you have. And that's how you grow. Or you like, you know, push people from your email list to your socials and vice versa. Um, but just try to like be patient with your growth and let that grow the way it needs to grow and be okay with it. Um, you know, I, I like to joke in our rooms that like, I'm a social media strategist, but I only have like, like 500 people who follow me on all of my, on most of my platforms. And I'm totally fine with that. Cause I've had conversations with all of them. Yeah. And I think that's important is, is I like that you said that, that like, don't buy followers and, and 500 followers, because that's the thing. I mean, you see some of these accounts with like. 15,000 followers, uh, 15 million followers, you know, but like, does that really equate to business? Yeah. Your followers need to do something for your bottom line. They need to do something for you. So if they're not doing that, then break up with them. I, so I also um, like to challenge people who work with me to clean up their email lists and followers. So like people who aren't engaging with you, like let them go. Because that helps you in the long run. You want higher numbers. You want higher open rates. You want higher um, higher engagements, higher communications between you and your followers. Um, so don't be afraid to just clean house every now and then. That's that's also great advice. Yeah, that's, that's something too. Like I I don't think about that. Like I you know I I get fun, but it's like you know the people I was following on Instagram like you know or people who were following me like ages ago are probably not you know not my followers anymore. Like I should probably mm -hmm. be doing more. I, that's something I, yeah, I actually should really do that. I haven't done that in, in a billion. I don't think I've actually, I don't think I've ever done it actually. Go into Instagram and it'll show you like the top 50 um, accounts or whatever that engage with you the least and just break up with them. Hmm. I know but, it's so scary. <laughs> no, but I'm going to, I actually like that. I'm going to do that. I never really thought about doing that until you just said that. So I'm, mm -hmm. it's actually, uh, I'm going to do that. Cause I think that, but I think that's great. You know, I think it's key. You know, I, I feel like we, we do, we feel the pressure to say, Oh my God, I need followers. I need followers. I need followers. But at the end of the day, you said it great. What are these followers doing for you? Like, mm -hmm. are they engaging with you? Do they like your comment? Are they buying from you? Are they commenting? Are they like, what are they doing? for you at the end of the day, mm -hmm. <laughs> other exactly. than, other than giving you clout because you've got X, Y, Z number of followers. Is it clout though? Is it not really? It's just perceived. <laughs> it's, Oh my God, this person's great because they have 2 billion followers. So obviously they're, uh, they're, they're great. Yeah. Um, and it's like, that's not the case. It, it's true. Yeah. No, your followers need to do something for you, especially from like a business perspective. If you, are feeling like like social media is a waste of time or whatever, you probably need to clean it up a bit, like from the followers you have to the content you're sharing, to the initiatives you're pushing, to you know, whatever you want them to do for you. That need like there needs to be an entire strategy for um, the business objectives you have and the followers that you have. Yep. I mean it makes it makes perfect sense. And I and this is where, you know, I think going back to what we originally talked about at the top of this of the show which is you know what do people you know to get started to understand like 
hey, I want to do more. I don't know where to start. I'm feeling so overwhelmed because everybody's telling me this. Everybody's telling me I need to be on Clubhouse. I, I need to be on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I need to be doing more on LinkedIn. I, oh, I got to be on Instagram, but I got to create reels. I got to create stories. I got to go on IGTV. I got to go live. I got like, ah, you know, yeah. and then and then you're like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to focus on my email list. <laughs> but, you know, I think we're just at a day and age now where I think you have to have I, this is just my opinion. And I, I think you'd agree, not just because you're a social strategist, but like I think you really need to have social currency mm -hmm. in, in that space. One of them. Yeah, and I think it's really the end of the day. Where do your clients hang out? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm seeing a shift too, where it's like your legitimacy and like the way that audiences build trust with your business is by going to your social media accounts to see what's up. They want to see how people engage with you. They want to see if people are happy with your services or your products. Um, and they want to see how long you've been around for. Even if you're a solopreneur and you're just trying to brand yourself, like I'm trying to brand myself as a social media strategist. You know, it's all over all of my socials. People know who I am, what I'm about, and how to get in touch with me. There's actually a new trend, my husband, which is crazy. My husband hates social media, by the way. He thinks my career choice is stupid. We'll see how long the marriage lasts. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he showed me that on TikTok, as a matter of fact, there's a trend going on. It's TikTok resume. So college kids are now putting their resumes in a TikTok format and sending it to businesses. And there are places like, um, I think it not Best Buy. I don't think they're around anymore. I forget. It's it's like department store type places that are accepting those resumes for them. So it's cool. Wow, interesting. I, I once again, it makes perfect sense to me. Mm -hmm. I just didn't even realize that was happening, but it makes a hundred percent sense to me because, you know, once again, it's like the the the, the people who are you know, especially the, the youth who are, you know, using these platforms are constantly saying, Hey, this is how we're going to communicate. This is what we're going to do. And it's not the, well, you're going to do it our way. No, it's, it's more or less. No, no, you're going to, this is how we want to be communicated to. This is how we're going to communicate with you. You got to get on board with it, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, because you're just going to miss out on talent. Otherwise, <laughs> you know, exactly. exactly. If you're looking for people, TikTok resumes, I guess. I gotta go look those up I'm, because I'm like I'm wondering if my my uh, my uh, older daughter knows about it. I want, she probably does. I'm gonna have to talk to her about it. You should ask. Yeah, you should tell her to do one. Yeah, she she probably should do one if she hasn't done one already. <laughs> I try not to follow my kids' TikTok accounts. It's just about it. If you're a parent, by the way, and I, I know uh, if your kids are older, like I'm not talking about the the little littles. That's something. That, but I'm talking about if your kids are older. I would you know be a little careful at some point. <laughs> what what you're following definitely do not comment on your kids stuff i will tell you that it's a, it's a very fast way to, to to completely be blocked so <laughs> learned experiences learned experience learned experience <laughs> you know you may want to just be a follower from afar mm -hmm. <laughs> just just some fatherly advice there <laughs> it's sad yeah i'm not once again i'm not talking about the little littles i'm talking about like you know when they're older teens and young adults follow from afar. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so I, I know that we're, we're running up on uh, the, the, coming up on the end here. I feel like we, you and I could talk about this for like another like hour and probably do like a whole webinar on like this. this, this is, and this is, this is actually for everybody. This is what happens when Jackie and I do the rooms on clubhouse together under the sweet rock social cafe. So if you're on clubhouse, um, definitely head over to sweet rock social cafe. It's our club, throw it a follow. Um, 
as I said before, we, we do do a room every Saturday morning at 930. We do a thanks and appreciation room. And it's a, just a fun room just to come in and show, hey, what are you thankful and what are you appreciative for from the last week or day or month or whatever? It's There's no timeline. And it's just, you know, it's just a nice way to go into the weekend with some positive energy and, and just, you know, put that out there to the universe. But, yeah, definitely follow our, our club if, you, if you're on Clubhouse because uh, we, we this is the kind of stuff that we're going to be doing a lot more of. And, and talking more and helping people out because it's, it's a conversation. So we encourage people to come in, ask questions, contribute, share your ideas uh, and your questions or whatever you have. Um, Melissa, check it in, LOL. <laughs> Until they do, follow the breakup advice for the least interactive view is parenting is so hard. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just make well sure you're said. active. Sort of. You know, just be like like the that 51st profile so you're not like, on the cusp. I don't know. Yeah. Parenting. Maybe make Parenting. a fake profile. <laughs> yeah. The, the fake, fake instas. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, so before we leave, I do want to ask you this, the most important question of the day. It's already. Before we end the show, the most important question. Jackie yes. Rogers, what is your favorite type of donut? My favorite type of donut? Oh. Hold on a second. <laughs> I, I knew this would be the biggest brain buster question out of anything that I could ask you on the spot. Yeah, it's true. I love donuts. Um, I have like, yeah, I have my, like my friend's own donut shops. I make friends with people who make donuts. So it's a great, it's a great, it's a, it's a great mission to have. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I love glazed donuts, but the glaze that I really like is like maple flavored. I don't like I don't like anything else on it. It has to just be like a donut and maple on it. Ooh, you know what? Boston cream fillings. Interesting. Yeah. Boston cream so, filling, maple maple glaze on a classic donut. Got it. So we're not talking about the, the Boston cream donut as a whole. We're talking about Boston cream filling with yeah. a maple with a maple with a maple icing yeah. glaze on a cla so a classic donut 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 with a hole. Yeah, or a donut, donut as in like, you know. Nope, a donut with a hole. I know it probably doesn't exist, but it it should. It might exist. Especially out in California where there's like all those I'm not um, going to California. <laughs> tons of independent donut shops. I guess, yeah. Yeah. So, um for anybody out there who's who's listening, watching this, um you want to become friends with with Jackie if you own a donut shop because not only will you get amazing social media strategy but you're also going to get probably your number one fan and if you make that type of donut oh forget it you're free advertising for life <laughs> every day every day every single day number one customer yeah. yeah do you work in trade for donuts and social media strategy actually i do sometimes i'm not yeah. lying <laughs> I, you're, not, you're not you're not above it I'm not above it i i actually did that last month i got a box of donuts and I just helped out with social media and it was the best day of my life. Interesting. I just actually, before we go, I, I did just watch uh, the documentary. I watched it on the plane coming back home from vacation, mm -hmm. but it's on Hulu. It's called the donut King. I've not heard of that. Highly, highly recommend watching it. All it's right. an amazing story of the, uh, the growth of um, the Cambodian donut um, mom and pop shops in California, basically okay. all centered around one guy. Who, okay. Uh, it's an amazing story. I don't want to go. I'm, I can talk about it for another fifteen minutes, but I highly recommend it, especially as a fan of donuts. You're gonna, you're gonna love. First of all, it's a 
very powerful, awesome story, and then donuts. That's nice. That's awesome. I know what I'm yeah. doing this week now. Yeah, there you go. The Donut King. Hi- highly recommend. Highly recommend. All right, all right. Yeah. And James, James Scott agrees. I like donuts. James, what is your favorite donut? James, what is your what is everybody's favorite donut? Pop it in the chat right now before we leave as we're starting to wrap up. Throw your favorite donut in to the chat right now. We all want to know. Jackie wants to know, more importantly. I do want to know. And you make the donut that she wants because that's that's the other end of this. Someone needs to tell me where to find this. I'm going to call my friend at lunch and tell her to do it. It has to exist. It has to. Yeah. I'm sure you could probably watch mm-hmm. Apple Cinnamon. I'm sure you could probably watch uh, a TikTok video on how to make your own donuts. I could, but I don't want to do that. I, I don't yeah. want to do it. Right. Bourbon. Bourbon. Oh, that's a good one, Jay. I like that. Apple Cinnamon bourbon. Mm-hmm. That is good. You know, for me, I think that I I really like, um, I got to be honest, I, I like so many different types of donuts, but I'm really kind of boring, man. I like the classic I like the classic donut because I dip it in my coffee. I'm a dunker. You're a I dunker? Dunk, I dunk. I dunk. It's like, you know, I got it from my grandfather. My father, like, I dunk my coffee. I mean, I dunk my, my, dunk my coffee. I dunk my donut in my coffee. I like that. I like that, too. It's like very, um, what do you, what do you call it? Yeah. Like, it's like a, it's like a cup of joe and just like, yeah. a, it's just like an all yeah. American thing to do. I guess. Although I do like, I do also like an icing and sprinkles, rainbow sprinkles. I like the you rainbow just... sprinkles. Yeah. Yeah. I used yeah. to like them more. Not anymore. Sour yeah. cream sour donuts. Cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sour cream donuts are dope. Yeah. They Melissa, are. I like free donuts. Just bring a dozen. I'll try them all. <laughs> Love it. Melissa, I could hang out. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Melissa, Jackie, you guys hang out. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, this, this has been a lot of fun. I know I got to let Jackie go. Uh, She's very, very busy. She's got she's got a, a, a career that's just blowing up here, and I'm, I'm taking her away from clients and, and making a living here. So I, I appreciate you, Jackie, so much for coming on uh, the show today. Thanks for sharing all this wonderful advice. I'm sure we could well, – we're definitely going to have to do a part two of this because there's so much more to dive into um, as far as the world of social goes and strategy. But um, if you really like this banter and what we were talking about, once again, go on to Clubhouse, follow Sweet Rock Social Cafe – um, cause Jackie and I do collab and we, we talk a lot about these things. Like I said, we take your questions. So follow us on there and we'll be setting up some rooms coming up very soon to talk about all these very topics. And, uh, with that, Melissa, I mean, uh, Jackie, sorry, I'm reading Melissa's thing. Jackie, any, any okay. final words before we, uh, before we wrap it up? Just don't like social media should not be taken that seriously. Friends. It's, it's something for fun. It's something for you and your audience to just like engage with and just play with and just don't take yourselves too seriously. Life is too short. And also bring me donuts if you want to be friends. Well said. Well said. Where's the best place to connect with you, Jackie? Um, these days I'm most active on Instagram or LinkedIn, but you can find me at Jackie Rogers Co. There you go. And uh, once again, all of Jackie's contact information is in the show notes as well as the um, the post section wherever you're watching this. So all the links are there as well as my link. So feel free to connect with either of us at any time. Everything's there. Uh, and uh, if you want to support the show, as I said at the top, please go to buy me a coffee. 
Vaglio.com uh, backslash C Vaglio. That is all in the links above. Appreciate all your support. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Thank you, Jackie, for hanging out. Uh, really appreciate you very much. This this was a lot of fun. And, yeah, uh, it's always a good time with you, Chris. Well, thank you. Thanks for saying that. Once again, just want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the Rocket Life podcast. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to this. And also, don't forget, you can watch the video version of this interview over on the Rocket Growth Agency YouTube channel. Just use the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget to rock it. Thank you.